Welcome back, everybody, to the Let's Talk About It podcast. My name is Dustin Rubio, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Rubio. Yep, and it is, in fact, Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so we haven't recorded for months now, a few months. Well, we have recorded. Right, let me back up and let me say, we have recorded. We haven't released anything mm. in a few months. We recorded something. Um, that was gonna be a part two, have a part two with it, but, um, but yeah, that's still in the works. And then we had lined up for a guest to come on, but, um, I had to go film with Sony. We had to go film with Sony. You You did. Um, so anyways, yeah, so that's what's been going on. Uh, the new year has happened, 2021, we are in it, still in lockdown here in the UK and Wales. Yeah, so... Uh, apologies for not putting out any episodes and yeah so thanks for listening subscribe leave a comment uh leave a rating that'd be great not because we're benefiting from it necessarily but i think the most um valued thing for us is that people hear this um but anyways but thanks for listening let's get into it okay so this week Unfortunately, we've heard of another uh, leader in the Christian world fall, or not fall. Have a moral failing? Have a moral failing. Uh, this is coming, you know, after another big uh, moral failing on in November from another big pastor. We don't want to name any names. Um, so, and, and, you know, the news has broke out now again this week that somebody else has, you know, abused his power, his leadership and mistreated people, unfortunately. Um, so this is very unprepared. We haven't really, I mean, we've talked about it on the din- dinner table, but we haven't really um, prepared anything for today. So this is just kind of mm. off the cuff with our thoughts and feelings and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I guess I don't want it to add to the, you know, us condemning people at all. That That isn't my objective anyway about this. Yeah. I think for me, I want to talk about it um again i think it's just the theme of what we have been trying to do since you know the very beginning of this podcast is let's just get it out there i think things like this happen because people don't talk about it and people are not Mm. honest about it about you know the way they struggle or what they've seen or what they are Mm. witness to um so i don't want to add to the condemning you know leaders should be perfect you know none of us are perfect Mm. um i just want it to be like let's just talk i I guess for me personally, my objective would be um, is to suggest maybe a couple different positions. Uh, I guess one position would be more for local church, um, maybe smaller scale ministries or church organizations. Um, and that's an easier title to, I guess, to run with. Um, but the other one would be a position that is for, I guess these like mega personality, Christian personalities, you know, mega ministries, mega churches, um, run big scaled organizations, um, festivals, whatever it is, you know, where I feel like, you know, I guess let's just talk about those type of people because as you know, you mentioned, I know who you're talking about. one ran a big mega church um and then the other one wasn't a church it was it was a big ministry i i i feel like as if those people need to take a hundred percent of the blame 
but I think some of the blame needs to be shared out as well. I'm not saying for us to blame them. You know, I don't think we need any more of I'm not really a fan. I'm not a, really a fan of cancel culture. I think, you know, I think there are times for holding people accountable, things like that. But I think it's just getting out of it's just kind of getting out of hand. Anyways, that's just a side thing. Um, but I feel like people that surround these situations, when somebody falls, the people that are there, I think there needs to be a conversation where people ask the question of what went wrong. Because there are so many big personalities within church. You know, there's celebrities now. And how do you protect them? You know, I think it's difficult for people who have these bigger than life personalities and they they write books so not only do they preach they write books they do events they have multiple churches they have campuses they have all these different things they have their own you know jet or whatever because they have to fly and do all these conferences globally all these big all these big things where they need a team around them you know they have a team for for many things um they have i have pastors underneath them and the big thing is for me is that it doesn't take much before those people become yes people, you know, mm -hmm. because now their livelihood is dependent on that person. And what happens if you start to see the person who really, you know, brings in the money, you know what I'm saying? In, in, a, in a way, we might not like that saying, but it really is. You know, we work for a ministry where if that person was caught up in a scandal or that person even passed away, in the late 90s early 2000s that that ministry would have been done there was, there was nobody to take over it just it just wouldn't have it just would have been the end and, and a lot of people's lives would have been up in the air you know um a lot of people would have went back home and by home all over the world um so i think when you have these mega stars mega mega ministry people personalities I think a big thing is is looking at how do you now protect this person who is now going to be um, open to a lot of things. You know, they might have uh, they might have temptation that is that is coming at them in a very natural organic way you know people people of the opposite sex might want counseling they might um miss you know misread certain things and might throw themselves at a person um uh the pressure might get to them so they're kind of secretly picking up habits addictions different things to kind of cope with stuff and they don't know how to tell people you know because maybe they're afraid of losing that position as well um i i, I just think it's hard you know once the cracks start coming in um you know everybody will will see the illusion that everything is nice miracles people coming to faith amazing production all of this stuff is great amazing speaker da da da, da great brilliant anointed whatever but there's always a reality behind, you know, there's always a reality of, of, of what's happening. And, and that's the part I think people don't want to talk about. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we've worked for somebody who literally would smack people. Nobody asked questions because that was part of their facade. That was part of the image of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. I doubt anybody everybody questioned. Everybody would have been scared of them. Yeah. Everybody would have been intimidated. Mm -hmm. I mean, this person was notorious of just um they would book planes 
same day you're gone that's it mm. no goodbyes no nothing that people would be gone and i remember a, a very sweet guy from the uk mm. and um we were roommates nice guy and he wrote a i remember the letter he wrote a letter just asking questions and really trying to um get some clarity on something mm. and the response was how in a way the response was how dare you question us da, 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 da. book the plane was gone that same day mm. that was it just fired and i think for just asking questions that's the question use a lot of scripture use this person was like addicted to the scripture and they would just read they didn't oh, have a, a lovely person as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just gentle. an amazing person yeah. and but anyways my point is is that i've seen that with people i like i admire and it doesn't take much when people are in leadership it just does something mm. it can do something to the person where they could feel like they're above certain things and they might feel embarrassed or ashamed or maybe they don't want the people that are looking up to them to see that they actually have issues you know mm. um but i think anyways my point is, is that i think there there almost needs to be i'm hoping with some of these guys, especially one of them that, that has kind of um, had a moral failing. I'm hoping that this organization, this network of churches are, are having the conversation of we need to create some sort of position in a local setting for that person where they're not friends they're not the enemy mm. you know they're not un they're not unfriendly they're not toby flanderson yeah, yeah 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 but they are really going to ask the tough questions you know what i'm saying because i feel like sometimes people are either being lied to you know mm. or people are too afraid to or ask. afraid he's my friend i can't yep. yeah or they don't want to push you know, like, you know, I, I, you told me yesterday at our meeting that, you know, everything was fine. I just, I, I just don't really feel that, you know, I just, you know, apologies if I'm wrong, but I just really want to give you another chance to answer mm -hmm. that. Is, is anything going on? And there are a lot of people that would just really be afraid or feel awkward to do something like that. And so With now, yeah, 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 Where yeah. They might be a bit more open if it was somebody who was a bit more professional. professional. Yeah. And I guess I'm speaking about professional because right. this is supposed to be a bigger, I'm talking about bigger scale. Yeah. So if you're paying for for instance you know assistants and, and executive assistants and masseuses and you know whatever chefs or whatever mm -hmm. it is you're getting you know surely somebody can make a decision a board you know what i'm saying yeah. like some of these guys have a board one of the guys we work for there was a board an international board and you know those towards th those type of boards or those collections or that body of people can make a decision to say we're putting this in place this is not this is to look out for you you know um yeah before anything does go wrong yeah that's what we want to do we want to be a bit more pro well, a huge bit more uh proactive as opposed to reactive yeah. i think a lot of this stuff does it happens it starts off very very small you know with like with the person in november and with the person that's come out now this week a lot of it would have started off small and there were definite there has to have to have been had to have been people around those people mm. asking questions two or three years ago yep this looks a bit inappropriate yep. this doesn't seem right this guy's treating this but there must have been mm. but then they're going to be probably surrounded by people who either are already making money out of this person mm -hmm. or um 
it just it's a bit too messy to um yeah to confront that issue right now that's yeah. nothing's happened yet and it's almost like it only gets serious when it gets serious mm. when it's too late what's well, too late yeah. yeah and people have been hurt families have been hurt people have been broken and that's when you know it's taken seriously whereas you know two years ago it should have been taken more seriously yeah. when the cracks were beginning to show yeah and and it's and i guess some of it could be is what that lady said that was on um that podcast i shared you know um you shared with me and i shared on my social media um where she had talked about this is just weird and i and i know about it in the charismatic churches church scene where she had mentioned correct me if i'm butchering this but I will. it was it was something to the <laughs> to the effect of um how people just have this weird um i don't know kind of uh, perspective on honor with leaders where it almost turns into a get out of jail free card where they just they can get away with so much or or sometimes they just they need to honor the person so they feel like they have to honor the person and they just just overlook all of the things that they could be doing that's it's like harmful that person is is above yeah. any kind of criticism any kind of accountability accountability anything like that yeah there's like a reverence for the a person mm. um but that person's just a person yeah it, just because he can preach really well just because he can raise money just because he hear can, from god supposedly yeah. or whatever well then yeah or she right to be a he right so sexist you are i'm just kidding sorry well that's who we're talking about yeah i don't know about many women who have fallen dun, dun, dun. Mm. Whoop, whoop. um but yeah so i think on a bigger scale i think for some of those i think this might not be the best sort of uh suggestion but i feel like these bodies these boards whatever they they're called I feel like they need to really be having the conversation of how do we be proactive because I've been in church involved in church for a long time and the one time I actually had a meeting and I was looking through my notes the other day and I think I shared them with you mm -hmm. and I only had two objectives in the whole meeting and some crazy stuff came up um, where I just kind of you know I didn't really want to deal with and they just and I could have bit on it and went hard in but I didn't because it was just about the two objectives and one of them was about us and i kept using us we because i was a part of it was us being proactive rather than reactive you know um and some of the stuff i'm suggesting now i was suggesting then you know um but that was i was expecting a out-of-tune piano to be in tune you know and was talking to these people to be like you know understand what i was saying and and that meeting just turned into some craziness um but i feel like on a larger scale i think yeah they just need to be thinking of how do we be proactive and looking out i mean you have people who write books i remember there's a guy who wrote books and the issue he had was questions over whether he was using church funds to publish the books but not paying the church back and all the profits were going straight to him. Things like that, where it's kind of like, these are things, as much as the church really, and I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who appreciated my time in church, but at the same time, my BS meter is at an all time high. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not here for that. And I think now being 
what I'm involved in now, where I work at now, that's not a Christian place. I mean, there are things in place to help out contracts. Everything is thorough. It's protecting the company. It's protecting the directors. It's protecting me. All of these things, you know, paper trails. And as much as churches want to be, you know, they're big on finance. They need to be big on finance. You know, I think that's a huge thing for them. Uh, butts and seats and finances. Um, but I think when it comes to actual being professional and having um, an idea of the things from the corporate world, mm. I don't mean buzzwords, um, showmanship, or things that you can say on your AGM to impress your church that you you are your your, your structure is is um, very detailed and cutting edge like Google or whatever, you know. I mean proper having certain things in place that really helps the organization, you know, which a church, you know, is an organization, you know, and really helping it out. So anyways, my second thing I'd say, I think on a local, um, local church, maybe smaller organizations, smaller charities, things like that. I think something that will help out a lot um, is having some form of HR. I don't, I don't think an HR has to be a department necessarily. Mm. I don't think it has to be necessarily a, a paid position. This was something I was talking to your dad about the other day. And, you know, when he was in church leadership and um, he wasn't paid. But one of the things I, I said to him was when the church, a small church, was thinking about taking on someone else on a part-time role, um, I was just suggesting now, you know, years later about that situation that it would he could have easily been that representation of HR looking after contracts or, or just making sure that they were in place. Or maybe he would look to, you know, source out a, a solicitor to look at them, make sure everything was right, make sure that everything was fair, not just for the leader, not just for the church, but for the person they were employing. Isn't that what the elders are for though? Yeah, no, no, no. See, but I think, yeah, no, good question. Because I think that would suggest that that's the truth, but that's not, that's not, that, that's not a given that is dependent on i think individuals but i think it's dependent on churches as well because there might be some churches where the elders are looking out for their objective completely but i remember talking to some elders in a meeting and and asking the question um it was that same meeting and i remember saying well what happens if my line manager who was the 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 pastor and I, and I don't ever look at pastors as the boss it's not their money they didn't invest the money you know I mean maybe some have done that but for me it was always like they're my line manager um, depending on the denomination that work you're part of but I'd said what happens if this line manager there's issues with us who do I go to and when I asked that it was there was no one I, there was no one to go to it was and what I was met with was really dumb like an elementary sort of primary school sort of response which was um you know you're you're supposed to go to them and talk to them and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah no no no, i get that um after that though what if, what if this is an ongoing conversation where i, I i'm bringing stuff up because you had already gone to that place, yeah right? what what about that i was trying to be proactive of right. like what can we set up with that because i'd already mm -hmm. um prefaced with the whole being proactive rather than reactive and in the end it was that that wasn't the case and to be completely honest with you, um, years before, I had gone to two elders before because I thought that. I thought that's what the elders were for. Right. So I went to an elder before 
and all they did was just listen they didn't say anything to me they just you know try to encourage me but i felt the same afterward i just felt like i felt more deflated because i felt like oh i'm kind of on my own you know like that's it you know like I, i wasn't trying to cancel anybody I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just trying to well, figure out what the protocol is. Figure out protocol yeah. and trying to find some support where I felt like certain things just weren't right. Well, because you're coming from a place of you came from, well, same as me, the, a big you know yeah. international organization where yeah. stuff like that was kind of in place, even though yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to another guy and um, another elder years before then, and all they did was kind of jump in with me and and say little things like they were just trying to be buddy buddy with me and just said oh yeah this person you know thinks it's like over there and stuff then you know things like that it just wasn't helpful you know what i'm saying i wasn't looking for a a a bar buddy you know where we're having drinks and we're just you know you're 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 bashing my boss with me sort of thing you know i wasn't looking for that i was looking for how do things get cleaned up so anyways i don't think that's always the case and when i had that meeting which you know a few years back um uh, that was it. Nothing wrong with that, but it was clear that that's not what it was for. That was it. And um, so that's not always the case. Hmm. I think in HR, I think there needs to be somebody who's designated to be objective. I had been in a situation where a few times where uh, one time um, it was like I was guilty to proven innocent. Hmm. And I'm in a room and it's this board versus me and none of them are telling me what i'm in there for but i already knew and um i think that was been a perfect reason that would have been a perfect example of when an hr would have talked to them in how this meeting is going to go like what's the protocol for this meeting to go in a healthy way um even before then i've been a part of meetings in churches where it was just like the leader got it wrong big time i was in a meeting with this poor girl and this story is is a huge and a big one for me but i won't get into it now but i just lightly um this girl had um this girl just had some information and she didn't know who to go to she shared it and it ended up blowing up in her face you know, and, and there was nothing necessarily wrong. That, I mean, she did a couple bad... She just told a few people that she shouldn't have told along the way, which was the only thing that was bad. And she was super young as well. Super young, yeah. super young. And, um, but leadership decided they were going to re- record all her minutes, everything she was saying. Mm. And it was super obvious. They had somebody in their own staff that was in there typing up all this stuff. And I was in there. I don't know why I was in there, but I was in there. Um... And then it went into um, the other person where there were like allegations against uh, nothing illegal. Um, to be honest, the church shouldn't even been involved. Um, and um, they didn't do any minutes. They didn't record anything on the other girl. And they showed that other person all the other girl's minutes. So the girl who was saying stuff, they allowed her to read everything. The mm-hmm. second girl read everything. And... And then when they went back to the meeting with the original girl, she couldn't see it and she knew it. And she was just like, how, how come I can't see this? And she knew right away, like, what the heck? This is a one-sided thing. Like, I haven't done anything. I'm just trying to come forward and get something off my chest or whatever, da, 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 da. It was super big anyways. It was involving families and stuff like that. 
and it just was handled very very wrong and i wasn't involved after a while like the meetings i just i wasn't in there i just i just i didn't shout it out make it very clear but i i did ask questions of certain things and and i was relatively new still um but that was bad another one was this young guy he was 18 and he had difficulties um difference of opinions with a department he was involved in and and so he had sent an email and it was very direct you know 18 year old guy you know like um he just was very direct and just said what he said and uh so they called a meeting in there's the leader there's the person you had the issue with the leader of that department and i was in there don't know why i was in there but i was in there there were three of us three staff members this 18 year old kid and i'm not gonna lie before we got up there i told him what was gonna happen because i didn't think it was right that we ambushed him I said look this is what's happening we were walking up there and i said this um this was gonna happen and i told him i said just just don't say anything you know just stay quiet and uh don't fight it just just basically fall on your sword um and it just got out of hand you know the next meeting i wasn't involved in and it just it you know it was like a year of just bad things i think for both parties um but again i say all this to say like it's just classic cases of meetings and then there are meetings i was a part of where there was no communication between two different sides of stuff that was happening and i think it it tends to lend towards the leader in their advantage where they can you know easily um just hide certain details anyways any thoughts on that oh yeah i guess in some of the, in some of those instances the the elders um maybe should have been a bit more read up on laws on um protocol on what happens on the outside world yeah hr stuff whereas a lot of these elders that we're talking about most of them are retired haven't been in the workplace have, in yeah. like 15 20 years so they're just a little bit not updated on yeah um certain things um well another thing i was thinking about is that the the time that you kind of went went into um a meeting with the group of elders and uh, later on you came out saying um i should it would have been easier for me just to burn out yeah 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 do you remember that yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. that to me sucks that you thought it things would be less messy and it would have been easier on you if you had burnt out had a moral failing mm -hmm. stuff like that because there's been people in that church who you know they've ended up in mm -hmm. rehab they've ended up in um yeah in psych wards yeah and they would have had a lot more sympathy than someone like you who is trying to go in there being proactive guys i'm feeling yeah. burnt out i feel like i'm doing too much and you're the one that's met with zero sympathy mm -hmm. but accusations that you've got bad attitude yeah. negative and you're trying to be proactive yeah, yeah and yeah. you're going to the right people yeah. supposedly yeah. yeah 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 i mean there was one apology from one person who was old and to be honest they had peed himself twice that month you know and i only say that not to be mean that they're the only person i like you know and after everything went downhill i actually messaged the person texted them happy birthday um did you get a reply no no oh. no no oh it just it was just it was bad um but but that's the reason why i suggest that whole situation would have been better if there was somebody that was objective that was there that was gathering all the information 
The problem is, is when you have, and this isn't just here. I, I got friends, close friends. I got a friend who's going through this. And when it's just clearly communicated, and I know people don't want to rob other people of information. I've been in elders meetings where an elder literally didn't want to be there. I, I, just, I just, body language, everything. He just didn't want to be there. And I know you don't want to rob people of time, but when people have a right to a vote and to a say, and they're not in there getting all the information, you know, like I feel like it is, it, it, it just leaves a lot of room for, for, I think for people to get hurt, you know, I think, I, I just think that I feel like if you don't have HR or somebody like that or some somebody who's acting objectively, I'm not against, you know, the leader, pastor, whoever. I'm not against a staff member, you know, the the house cleaner, the administrator, the receptionist, the youth pastor, the, the kids worker, anything like I'm just objective. I'm just here to look after us. You know, I'm here to look after the organization. Mm -hmm. I'm here to look after the church. And I know the elders would say that. And I guess to go back to something you had said earlier about them being brushed up on law. And in some ways, they don't all have to. I think if you have somebody who's designated to be that person, I think they at least have to source out material to give to the leader to say, this is how we conduct all meetings. Mm. Like all meetings need to be like this. That kid shouldn't have been ambushed mm. at all. Shouldn't have been ambushed at all. Um, that girl shouldn't have been treated the way she was treated. I mean, you fast forward like uh, two weeks afterwards, she 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 quit uni, was on a drip. She was dehydrated, couldn't eat. I mean, her whole world went upside down, you know? And something that she felt secure and safe in, which was church, and she didn't do anything wrong, mm. you know? It just really... Was handled it, it just was handled poorly. And then even afterwards, I, I w things got awkward between me and her because of certain people she had told. But even outside of that, there was nobody, and I was relatively still new, no excuse, but there was nobody, there was no conversation about her, nothing about checking up on her. There was nothing like yeah. that because the times that we did talk, she just wasn't trying to, ha like, I think I'm blocked now from her, you know? Like, it just, things just didn't go and down well. it still plays in your mind now, but whereas uh, yeah. the main pastor, it's not even a, it's not even No, a no, no, no. I brought it up to them two years ago year and a half ago and I uh I was really emotional like I wasn't like teary-eyed but I was I was fighting back being choked up because it really bothered me that I was a part of somebody's story mm. that the church just really messed them over and and I only brought it up to the leader at the time was because I I, I felt like I knew what leadership was capable you know, and I felt like that was happening to me, where everybody was distancing themselves to me, mm. and and that that was it. And they were fine with just being like, right, that's it. Um, that's another conversation. Um, but I feel like with HR or somebody like that, I feel like it would definitely help out um, staff sides. members, both sides. You know, I think it, it would help with. A leader doesn't have these sort of allegations. It doesn't have, you know, if they're there to preach, let them preach. If they're there to help organize things that they actually went to school for or mm. training for, mm. let them do that. 
if you're going to try to be professional, I would even say, even if you're going to have staff, it should be a mandatory thing because most yeah. churches, most church leaders aren't, aren't prepared for that. Well, they don't trained, know how to manage it. Not, no. Yeah. I, I think it's just, a. I think it's just, I think it's setting themselves up for a potential just issue. And I think what tends to happen is these children's pastors, youth pastors, receptionists, admins, they tend to walk away just hurt because they know ain't nobody going to believe them. Mm. You know, who's going to believe? Why? Oh, they might believe them, but nothing will be done about it. But I, I, yeah, I just think, I think if you have a staff, I think that should be definitely um, something that is considered or mandatory i think you need somebody again it doesn't have to be a paid person it just needs to be somebody somebody needs to sit down and write up what a voluntary role of that looks like where they're just sourcing you know uh, and other... not a regional person this is someone who yep. should be attending the church who yep. knows everyone yep. there who can see things i think even there should be um yearly like annually uh, surveys for mm. the staff members i think something like that might have been really helpful for um, you know the two forums that I kind of mentioned right at the beginning, um, if there was like staff people who who had an anonymous survey or something like that, or mm. they could ask, you know, can can my be you know anonymous? If they had um, if they had cause for concerns for the head yeah. head minister or for the whoever it is, they can say, you know, I've seen this, I've heard this, I've witnessed this, you know, mm. and it can that stuff can be brought up, but then. If they don't have that HR person or someone who is, you know, focusing on that mm. kind of aspect, then um, things just get hidden for too long. And it, when it comes out, it's just, it's too late. There's just, yeah. you know, there's so much destruction that has already happened. Whereas if there is annual reviews, annual evaluations of, you know, staff members, of the head people, Mm-hmm. then I think a lot of th- more things could be nipped in the bud mm-hmm. a lot sooner and there'll be a lot less dead bodies, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, we, we where I'm working at now, I've only been working there since September. It's February now. And I've had three surveys we've done, three separate surveys. Really? All, all, in, all encouraged with guys, be honest, you know, because they wanted to get better. And they said, we're growing fast. We're growing we're a grown company and I know I'm not perfect. And I, you know, wow. that's literally what we were told. And it was, it was anonymous. Wow. He, he couldn't see at all. And, and, and I think the big thing for him was he was secure and he knew he wasn't yeah. perfect. So he was willing to hear it and take it on. And then when we had our staff meeting, um, he, he had brought some of those things up just to say like, you know, guys, I hear it. We're, we're working on this. Oh. We're working on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and again, and though, we're not. Yeah, I guess it's that you're not expecting anyone to be perfect. Yeah. And that that head person, your boss, he's not expecting himself to be perfect either. Mm. It's just it's having the openness yeah. of taking responsibility. OK, this person sees this. You know, even if you even if he disagreed with it, yeah. at least he's seen it and he can be a bit more aware yeah. of it. Yeah, because a big thing for us, when I got there, uh, th- I think it was like two weeks, three weeks later, um, uh, our HR guy got there. I kept saying, because I knew from my church experience, contracts, contracts, 
And that was something that I was only asking about it here because of my ignorance in church world and mm -hmm. trusting, you know, um, where if you're working in a church, you could possibly be met with, you know, your contract says we can we can fire without cause. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, it can, but they could put that in there. Anyways, I, I just think when it comes to churches, I had a conversation with this lady and she does work for a church, but she's really, I would say, kind of corporate minded. And we had a conversation once about how a lot of churches could get in trouble. She was speaking more in the protection side of churches or like trying to protect churches because some of their contracts would, would bite them in the backside because they were... They, they had this open-ended that would help them in theory for having a, a staff member for 40 hours, but then they had to work for six, six days a week, you know, counting Sunday or like, um, and then volunteering. It just gets so blurred, the lines, with, with um, so many of these, these people that were working in church were doing way more extra hours um, and they had to start doing voluntary hours, you know? And and I remember this this person saying, they're like, y you can get in trouble. There's a reason. And they started just kind of listing off these laws of you can't do that, you know? And there were just so many churches that would do that, you know? And again, it's easier if you have somebody who's there that isn't going to be a pest, isn't going to be this person who's constantly fighting against you but is fighting for you with not being a yes person if you have somebody there that's saying our contracts need to be clear and clean we cannot have loopholes where if people don't want to do this you know like i remember for me i was once told uh, i was i was doing you would know this obviously I, I was barely home didn't do i did way more hours than i was supposed to when i was home i was still working um and then we had a Sunday morning service and a Sunday night, and I was told Sunday night was a voluntary thing because what I was doing is after our meeting on a, on a Monday morning, I was going straight home. I'm just like, no, I'm way over hours. You know, I'm not staying for the whole day. It's like Sunday night was a voluntary thing. It's like, but it's not voluntary. You're telling me I have to sit in the first or second row? That doesn't sound voluntary. You're telling me I have to preach every so, so often on a Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't sound like voluntary. You're telling me even if I don't preach, that I have to be there at a certain time. I have to mingle with people and I have to, I can't leave until a certain time. I have to do prayer ministry. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like, like I, this is part of the job. I, I'm not against that. Look, if that's part of the job, that's part of the job. But then we'll have to look at these hours. And I remember for a long time, I, 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 um, I, I always viewed that as voluntary. You know, I, I just wasn't going to, you know, um, or I didn't look at his voluntary. I looked at his work, you know, and, and, and sometimes leaders, you know, they choose not to look at it that way, you know, because why? Because it benefits them or because they come from the school of hard knocks when it was like this in the nineties or, or in the eighties, you know, and, and that doesn't always means it's better, you know, like obviously it's not better. I applaud your work ethic. I applaud how much you're willing to sacrifice and do, but don't diminish what other people, younger people are willing to sacrifice and and willing to put up with and endure but it doesn't mean that your way of doing things was was better because as you now start to get into things that have legal repercussions 
um, you have staff, you have volunteers. There's a certain way you have to do things, you know, like because, you know, when it comes to finances, th th things usually get done because the auditing is real. Mm, you know, they'll feel true. that pressure. Yeah. They feel that pressure. Um, but when it comes into care, support, uh, doing things the right way, like human resources, it's always missing. It's crazy because it's a church. You'd think that would be their number one. It's not though. And, and again, that's why this podcast is here. Right. It's not the negative thing. It's just let's talk about it. Like this is here. Hey, look, I, I think we need to wrap this up. But I will say I got friends who've been pushed out of their positions. I got people we don't even like I, I, I we're not even friends, you know, like I don't I don't I don't really know them. You know, but I remember a, a couple had told me about how uh, the leader was screaming at the wife. They both worked on staff. The husband was there. I'm in the car with both of them and they're telling me the story, you know, about how they used to work at this place. And then the the, the pastor was just so uh, aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. And just was yelling at her, making her cry, would say stuff, would just like have these temper tantrums and then just said, you know, your time here is done. That's it. That's what they told me. Um, they didn't feel like their time was done. They had a house they owned there, everything. But their whole, they had to move. That was it. They had to look for a so different no job. HR no HR representative. No elders involved. Um, no, I mean, the elders could have been involved. We didn't talk about that, but the elders could have just been yes people that, you know, the yeah. leader says it, yeah. you know. The prophet, thus saith the Lord yeah. guy, said it. But all they knew is that was it. You know, they're they're done. Mm. And they came to where I was working pretty broken, you know, especially the dude, you know, like was pretty broken. Like most of the conversations, it was like they never left that place for like a good year after being there. And and for me, I got a, a close friend now and he's going through it now. They're they're two close friends. I got two, yeah, I got oh yeah, I got two close friends where where it's happening now. There's no HR. There's no representation. Why? Because I think the people that are making these decisions are very liked by people that would oversee them on a regional and, a, and as a national sort of um, network or whatever mm -hmm. organization. Um, and these guys, they're on their own and it's and it sucks, you know. And for me, this is what I would say, you know, I think churches... If you don't get an HR, I think for, I feel like as a youth or an ex-youth worker, I think a union would have been great, you know, mm. something like that. I think you just need some sort of representation because there is just so much advantage, you know, people would take. And I'm not saying that youth workers haven't taken advantage of, of you know, maybe freedom they've had or anything like that. But I'm just saying when it comes down to your employment, your job, you know, just because you're a youth worker, children's worker or whatever, it doesn't mean you're a single person who's 19, 20 years old. You know, there are people that could be in their late 20s, 30s, married, but you have a lot of leaders who feel like they can just dispose of, of, of staff, like nothing. Well, they can and they have and, and they, they will. Yeah, yeah. they can, they have and they will. Yeah. More accountability, more responsibility taken, more proactive steps taken, HR representative, whether it's voluntary or whether it's somebody who's trained in that situation just to to help the staff to help the head minister um you know so less people are getting hurt I mm -hmm. guess, is it? yeah yeah for me i would say is hr maybe might not be it for you 
maybe there's a better title maybe you say dustin karis you know i don't think you fully understand that i think you understand what we're saying whether that be the correct title or not you know that there just needs to be somebody that's objective that is looking out for the leader that is looking out for the organization or church but is also looking out i think for the staff members well, and, and we hear i guess about these big names more than we do about the other people who are here in the background that we not we're not gonna we don't know their names mm. but we're gonna hear about the names of these big people but i'm sure there's for you know for one big name person i bet there's like 20 little known people who have gone home and had to quit and you know different stuff yeah. from being hurt so yeah. it just sucks we just need to do better and i think um you know just because you work in the church world it doesn't mean that you don't conduct yourself in a professional way you know mm. i think for the outside world you you want the church to be looked at as you know just a good organization i feel yeah. like it's got such a bad name and i think yeah. It sucks for all the churches and all the lead, all the good leaders out there who are trying mm. their best. They've give, they've given their all, they've sacrificed so much, they work so hard, and then every single fall like this reflects poorly on them. And it sucks mm. that to the world, this is how the world sees the church: yeah. corrupt, yeah, um, hypocritical, yeah, yeah. And it, there's so many good leaders out there. I think you know, I it does seem like we yeah. bash. A lot i think maybe but you know I, there are a lot of good leaders yeah. out there a lot of good families a lot of good churches out there yeah so be encouraged as well i think it is positive um might not be the best suggestion that's why i said it's just a suggestion it's something to consider but i think uh hopefully it causes conversation um not just with your friends and your peers and people that are um in positions like that are not the main leader positions um but hopefully it's something that you know yeah leaders can talk about if you're running a church yourself that you can talk about that and i think it'll go in tandem with you know hopefully an episode we can put out relatively soon about care and support because that's something as well that i think it doesn't it doesn't happen very well for staff members like lower level staff members i hate even saying that mm, lower yeah, level like but level. i think it i think it better but i think people understand, understand it when you yeah. say it you know so thanks for listening uh that's the end of this one um subscribe comment message us share your suggestions share your great stories your uh, successful stories i'd love to hear you know what you guys have got in place that is you know that's been beneficial to you guys um yeah we'll see you on the next one